What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She gives it to me the Czechoslovakian way. (laughs) It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Woo! Czechoslovakian way is the best way. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's, It's the only way I know how. I've forgotten all the other ways. You better. Czechoslovakian way is the way. And guys, he's saying you're Czechoslovakian, not because he doesn't know that it's Czech Republic, but it's because the, it's the country I was born in. Well, you're Czechoslovakian. I am, but I grew up in the Czech Republic. Sure, but... Czech Republic became Czech Republic when I was three years old. If I was born in America and I moved, let's say, to the Czech Republic when I was six months old, I would still be American because I was born in America. Yes, so but... So you're Czechoslovakian. But you would most likely be referred to as a Czech person. Hmm. I would refer to myself as American. Um, Living in Czech, I think. No, I don't you, know. Would, you, would, you would be raised as a Czech person. Maybe when, if you got like 15 and your mom said, hey, John, you were born in America. You'd be like, damn, I'm American. And now you would just be like getting girls. If I did, if I did 23 and Me, it would tell me I was American. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't tell me I was. I would hope that your mom would tell you if you were <laughs> born in America and they yeah. moved to Czech, but yes. Anyway. But I would still think you would be Czech. Okay. I think people would disagree, but we're not going to settle that on this no. podcast. Either way, I give it to you the American way. You give it to me the straight-faced Czechoslovakian way. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean business, you know? Straight face, little emotion, cold, Eastern European way. So I like in the it. front, business in the back. I thought you were going to say party in the back, and I was like, that's not this kind of podcast. Okay? <laughs> um, how do you say, because you've told me, I want to say like bramba, potato. How do you say potato? In Brambora. Czech? Brambora, mm-hmm. right? So I would give you my brambora, not my yammy yam. Why would you Why would you give me a potato? Ask Usman why he would give you the yam. Oh, I forgot about That's that. That's where this all comes from, this whole intro, the African way, the Czechoslovakian way. Did Didn't you... he say that he's going to give it to her the African way? Yes. You so can't what's give up it to with me the yams? You can't give it to me the African way. Oh, you give it to me... I remember. I oh remember. You see, like, it's been so long since Guys, we've done this podcast. We, we, haven't, we haven't talked about 90 Day Fiance since 1982. So It feels like it. We're a little out of sorts. But bear with us. Hang in there. We're going to write this ship and we'll get through it together. Now I'm on the same page. I was like, what? What did you think I was taught? You just wanted to talk about our sex life? Why did you think I was talking about that intro? No, no, no. I, because once Usman said, okay, I'm, we're going to have sex tonight. He started saying that he's going to give it to her the African way. That's right. Yeah, but what's up with the M? That's, Wasn't the other, like, that's the other thing he says. Yes, but didn't he say like five episodes ago? The yammy yam. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that slipped my mind. Mm. It's been so long ago. Okay. All right. So then you started saying potatoes. Potato, and I was like, potato. I was like thinking of chips and I had really good chips yesterday. It brought me back mm. and I'm like somewhere else now. Okay. So I have to snatch back. Chips and dick. Let's move on. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Before we move too far, let's do a little house. 
keeping here. The house is pretty clean because we haven't talked about this dumpster fire in 19 weeks. But here we are. If you guys forgot, we're on Instagram at Pod. Follow us there. Give yeah. us a follow. We got memes. We got a direct line to you guys so you can message us and we can chat. We got news and updates. It's all on Instagram at Pod. Yes, guys, definitely follow us, chat with us. We love it. We appreciate it. Do it. Do it. You heard the lady. Okay. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Hyman's mug. (laughs) (laughs) I was was ready to give it to you. And then I got confused. And then I, yeah, you stuck the landing and I figured it out. His mug it's a very Rebecca Zied-esque mug. Yeah. It's himself. And, and his grandson. And Larry. No, I zoomed in. It's one of his grandsons because the mug says grandpa. Oh. So I don't think it's Mike. I think Mike has a brother, right? I think it's Mike's brother. But I might be right. wrong. It's either Mike or Mike's brother. Right, because when Mike walked into the kitchen... Hyman was like, oh, my favorite grandson. Mm-hmm. Don't tell my others. <laughs> yeah, so, don't, tell, don't tell the one that I'm drinking out of the mug. So he has this beautiful mug. It's beautiful. I'm probably going to get that for my grandma. Mm. I think she's going to love it. Okay. Speaking of mugs, guys, and speaking <laughs> of housekeeping, we got merch and one of our items is a mug with our faces on it. Very true. Not as adorable as Hyman and his grandson but adorable nonetheless i like hymen i like letter too like when they when the camera zooms on the two of them it almost looks like a beginning of like a show setting queens new york something oh, funny they definitely need their own right yeah right yeah yeah i'd watch that i mean i watch a lot of garbage so i don't think that's shocking to anyone we watch too much garbage, too much garbage. anywho one last thing if you haven't left a review it'd be awesome if you could we love the reviews it keeps us going. It makes our day. So please, if you haven't left one, if you could take a few seconds and rate, review, it means the world to us. It really does, guys. And we always pick a review that we read on this podcast. Oh, what a lead-in. <laughs> what a lead-in. You're welcome. We got a review from our friend, Lainey Loaf. Oh, hello, Lainey Loaf. Hello, Lainey Loaf. Five stars. Love it. Writes, love this couple and podcast. Love it, love it. Love, love, okay. Love listening to this genuine, funny couple. They make me laugh. Listening to Teresa talk and hearing her accent reminds me of my great-grandmother. Oh. Good memories. Keep the podcasts coming. That's beautiful. Lainey Loaf. If if her voice reminds you of your great-grandmother, you should see her panties. Let's move on. (laughs) Speechless. Lainey Loaf. Thank you. That's beautiful. I mean, I do have a grandma panties. Some of them. We all do. We all all need that. We all got granny panties. Laundry day. Yeah, they're more comfortable that way. They are. If it's it's laundry day, it's not lingerie day. Exactly. So you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you, you free ball it. 100%. Thank you. Okay. Before we get into the episode, what do you say we do a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. Okay. Number one. Okay. This is this is a fun one. It's one you can play along at home with, potentially. You know that game, What Do You Meme? <laughs> Did you buy this for me for my birthday? Get out of here. <laughs> Teresa's covering her face. No. 
You bought this for me? Yes. <laughs> Guess. Ah! <laughs> I like I have a really hard time lying, so I just I couldn't keep my straight face. Well, this is beautiful then. I can't I can believe it. How would you what do you mean? How would you not think that I would bring this up on the podcast? I don't know. Okay, well, this is perfect then. This will be the first time ever. Uh, that, and I have to buy you another gift. That Teresa <laughs> takes over a by the way. There's no point in me telling the people about the what do you mean 90 day expansion pack. You are a customer. You tell the people. Tell well, them what they want. Tell them what I want. This is what I thought that I'm just going to get this awesome gift to John. We get some drinks going and we'll play this what do you mean version of 90 day which basically if you guys know what do you mean you see all the classic memes that we all seen over and over on social media well this version is all 90 the sayings and the memes mm-hmm. all 90 that's right so i'm really excited to see if it's as funny as the actual what do you mean because i'm a sucker for what do you mean and that's probably the only game i'm willing to play with people because i'm not a game person but I love this one. So I'm excited. We'll report back. Yeah. And I'll have to get another gift for John. Well, thank you. <laughs> this is the second game or the second gift, I should say, that's been spoiled. Yeah. And you're drinking out of the first that's true. one. Drinking out of a mug that you gave me. Yeah. Um, let me give you a little more information because Teresa's, I don't know, she's a little upset. I think that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, up, I'm not upset at you for your, by the way, I'm upset at me for not keeping it together and not giving it away. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, here's, here's a couple things I can look forward to, I guess, when I receive this gift. So on the packaging, they give some examples. One of the, Teresa's nodding her head. Do you have it here? No, no, it no, it's in the mail. Okay, so there's a picture of Sinjin sitting outside in his robe in front of Tanya's house and... It's paired with a card that says, when you are ready to live the American dream, but end up in a she shed. <laughs> Perfect. That's pretty good. Perfect. There's a photo of Angela looking very pissed off. And the card says, when you finally meet his friends, but they call you a grandma. That's pretty good, too. Okay. And then, you know what? There's 50 caption cards, 30 photo cards. It's like $12 or $13, so now I know how much Teresa spent on my gift. It was one of your many gifts. One of my many gifts. You know how much I love buying gifts for you? You love it. I do. I, guys, I'm the person who loves buying gifts more than receiving, and I love buying gifts for everyone. Mm-hmm. I just purchased gift for our baby niece. That's true. And I have a big package for my parents ready to go. There I have a lot of gifts ready for John's birthday. I'm a gift giver. I can't so, believe you thought this was going to be a surprise for me. Well, I guess you didn't know I was going to, no, by the way. your birthday is literally in three weeks, so. So you guys still have time to get me something, if you haven't. <laughs> okay, that's by the way number one. Let's let's try out number Ooh, two. I can believe this. Well, thank you in advance. Well, you're welcome. I'm like, really have to work on my, like, don't give away any information face. Your poker face. Yeah, my mm. poker, I, like, I don't have a poker face. No. Okay, we'll work on it. Mm. All right. By the way, number two, have you heard of Tanya Ryan? No. Me neither. But apparently she's a mentor (laughs) to the stars. That's what she says. Although she only has about 300 subscribers on YouTube. And the only other person besides the person I'm about to tell you that she's mentored is Danielle. Okay. Okay. 
So she is going to mentor Paul of Paul and Karini. <laughs> so she mentored Danielle and now she's going to mentor Paul. Yes. Okay. So she's going to do a YouTube series. She started this YouTube series. The first episode is up and it's called Mentor Makeover. And it's basically us being voyeurs, us eavesdropping on this weekly one-on-one Zoom session that she and Paul are having. Does Paul know about this? Paul's aware, as okay. aware as he is of anything, <laughs> I think. And I watched this first video. It's about seven minutes long. There's really not much going on here. She makes it very clear in the beginning. Therapists, they deal with the past. She's not a therapist. She's a mentor. She works toward the future. Mm. And she talks to Paul. She asks him what a goal of his is. And he seems very caught off guard. He doesn't really have an answer. He sits in silence for about 30 seconds before he finally says, I don't know, make better decisions. Well, that's a good goal. Yeah. Let's start with that. It was about a seven minute video. Paul said about four words. Tanya said about 4,000. (laughs) and it ends with her being like, you ever been cut off in traffic? Doesn't that make you mad? I want you to write down some things that come up in your day-to-day, and we can talk about them. And then the video just ends. Video just ends. Poor editing. Poor editing. Poor mentoring. Poor Mm -hmm. Paul. Yeah, I guess he's getting it for free, or I would hope. I would hope. But I'm like, who is this lady? What's happening? Why am I watching this? I was excited when you said a makeover. Mm. I thought she's going to come over, cut his hair, kind of like clean his wardrobe. No, not that kind of makeover. Mm. It's It's not really any type of makeover at all. But I looked at the other videos she's posting because I'm like, what is this lady doing? What's going on? Her other videos are things like how to buy and sell NFTs. Okay. And how to deal with haters on social media. What does she suggest? I didn't watch this. Oh. I don't, well, I don't want to say we don't have haters, but Not that's, just, that's just going to encourage haters. But I don't Yeah, I don't, don't hate us, guys. I don't have time to watch that sort of thing. I can't believe I watched this. But if you <laughs> want to watch it, check it out. Search Tanya Ryan on YouTube. Tanya Ryan, Paul. It is what it is. I might check it out, but it doesn't sound that interesting. It's not that interesting. But it's only episode one. It was maybe okay. teeing up what's mm. what's to come because... I don't see this thing really becoming successful if it's just her talking yeah. and run on sentences for seven minutes. Yeah, Paul needs to talk to, I was going to say, show us, tell us yeah. what's going on. Tell us what's going on. So that's, by the way, again, thank you for my gift. I'm sorry for ruining the surprise. Ah! But it is what it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Shall we get into this episode? Yes. It's been a while since we talked about 90 Day Fiance. I think it's time we talk about it. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 days. Woo. 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 (laughs) Some things happened. Some things happened. Mm -hmm. We learned. We saw. We grew. We laughed. We we cried. We grew. I grew. I always grow as a person when I watch these shows, I think. That's good. Yeah, you got to take some things away and reevaluate your own life. And I think it takes a lot out of me. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Shall we talk about... Let's... Sh- we, sh- we sure shall. We sure shall? Yeah. Well, let's do it then. Let's talk about Kim and Soldier Boy. Kim and Usman. Kimberly. Queen Kimberly. They're waking up in bed together. Tension is thick. Mm-hmm. Not the sexual tension. Nope. 
That's not there. Kim is like, we need to talk, but uh, like she storms off into the bathroom first. Probably get ready for the day, but something's off. She feels like the whole potential relationship is on is on ice right now. Mm-hmm. And so they want to talk it out. Well, she wants to talk it out and Usman just wants the gift. That's the potential gift. Yeah. Well, he knows what he's got to do to keep mm-hmm. those gifts coming. So they're going to go talk about it. And Kim's issue is the lack of intimacy, the kissing, the sex. It's not there. And she thinks Soldier Boy is being a little selfish with his affection. Mm-hmm. Well, she said, well, if I, if I knew about the sex thing and the kiss thing before I came, uh, you would still come, Kim. Yeah, you would completely come. You would still come, girlfriend. Well, so- she's, she's hoping to come. She's still waiting to come. Ah. That's, the, that's the whole thing. When you know she gets it the African way, she may finally yeah. come. But And Kim is like, well, you know, sex and kissing, it's... Part of being in a relationship. And Usman's like, yeah, but we're not in a relationship. <laughs> Did you forget? What What like, made you think we were in a relationship? You are a potential girlfriend. You are not a girlfriend. Girlfriend. This is a classic. If you give a mouse a cookie, she's going to want a glass of milk. Because Soldier Boy slept in bed with her. Mm. That's all she wanted. That's what she was begging for. And she got it. And now it's like, well, that's not enough. Now I want more. Do mice drink milk? They love cookies and they wash it down with a glass of milk. Really? You've never read that book? If you give a mouse a cookie, it's going to want a glass of milk? I grew up in the Czech Republic. They don't, have cookies, they don't have cookies, milk, or mice in the Czech Republic? We have all of it, but exactly. Tom and Jerry. Jerry loves cheese. Sure. Just like you. Exactly. I don't think Jerry ever ate cookies or it, drank milk. It's not that story. It's a different story. I'm sure they've translated it to Czech. No. All of our friends listening right now are like, yes, my favorite book growing up. That, The Hungry Caterpillar. I'm starting to- I don't even know what The Hungry Caterpillar is. Well, first of all, The Caterpillar is not hangry. Only you get hangry. It's a hungry (laughs) caterpillar. But I don't know why all of my books revolve around animals eating. (laughs) Right? We have our own checkbooks written by Czech authors. No, That's what I read growing up. I stopped using checkbooks in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> it's all debit cards now. I think we have like what stories we have in common with the Americans. Like we have the Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood. Um, That girl with the seven or eight dwarves. Um, I want to say Cinderella, but I don't think that's true. No, we do have that too. We Cinderella. have Cinderella. Who has the dwarves? Snow White. Snow White. Yeah. You have Winnie the Pooh. Well, that's the American Winnie the Pooh. I'm saying like the Czech stories. We have the uh, the gingerbread house. Not the gingerbread house. The wolf who blows the houses down. Well, we have that too, but we have the gingerbread house. Okay. I don't think we have that. Like the witch lives in the gingerbread house and the two kids, like the parents kick them out because their mom died. Hansel and Gretel? Yes. But we call it the gingerbread house. I don't even know. I just pulled, you said guy and a girl. I pulled two names out. Guys, <laughs> we've, gone, we've gone awry. Well, yeah, but what I was saying is like, we have a few stories that are almost like global, but the rest, I grew up reading Czech books mm. and Russian books. I was big on Russian books. How did we go from Usman wanting to give it to Kimberly hard, <laughs> the African way, to talking about Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> I don't know, to be very honest. Yeah. Let's keep talking about Kim and Usman, though. 
Okay. This is not a children's story at all. Although well, we will bring Kim's child into this. This is not a children's story. Let's get back to this hot mess. Okay. Well, uh, Kim basically gives an ultimatum. She puts it all on the line and says, if I leave and we're not in a relationship, I'm done. I'm going to start dating someone at home. Okay. Whoa, Kimberly. And we're not even going to be friends. Someone grew a pair. So think about that, soldier boy. Well, think about all the new video games and the iPhones and the MacBook Pros that are right. coming. Apple's not just going to stop putting out product. Once a year, people. Once a year. Every September. Every September. Usman's going to have to lay down that yam mm. if he wants <laughs> if he wants the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to, uh, listen, you got to work hard. Work hard, play hard. Sure. But he has to work a little harder if he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get hard. You see what I'm saying? Get hard, work hard, play hard. You said it. I said it. <laughs> Soldier Boy said, Kimberly is one of my best friends right now. I like died laughing <laughs> because the fact that he said, like, I judge people. Like, for example, we watched Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. The Love is Blind. I don't want to get into that. But all these people are like five days in. My gosh, you're my best friend. I love you so much. No, you cannot. No, right? You don't know life in the pod. It, it gets accelerated. You've never been in that pressure situation. No, but I'm not going to call someone my best friend after five minutes. No. Right. But Usman, at least he's honest. Kimball is his best friend right now. That's true. In this moment. So I'm going to give it to him. I kind of call BS. He hasn't even written a song for her. That's so true. Right? Like baby girl Lisa got I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. Zara got Zara. Yeah, which but is not Zara's like creative not title. even interested. There, He could write a song, pillow, pillow play, barriers to love. I don't know. Something about his yam. In mm-hmm. parentheses, she the want, African way. She wants it bad. She wants it bad. Yeah. I'll break a hip. <laughs> Come on, write a song if she's your best friend. Or the song can be called My Best Friend Right Now. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Featuring Kimberly. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Because I feel like she kind of like got the Zara song leftovers. Mm. Which is not cool. That's Soldier right. Boy, that's not cool. Yeah. That's why I don't I don't buy it. You'd write a song if she was truly your best friend. Well, she's his best friend right now because she's paying for everything. She brought the gifts. So right now, mm. she is his best friend. Like he's not bullshitting. Okay. Like he is picking his words carefully. And um, I mean, respect. And what do you think Slam T and Badness <laughs> would say if if they heard him say something Did like they that? They buy him an Xbox? No, but don't you so, think they think they're best friends? Well, not right now. Mm, understood. Maybe in the near future, they probably were best friends before. Like 10 minutes earlier. Yes. Got it. So. Got it. Okay. Don't, don't give up, guys. Okay. Well, then Kim brings up her son, Jamal, once again. And for some strange reason, she wants Soldier Boy to talk to Jamal and form this relationship. Okay. They barely have a relationship, Usman and Kim. But they for some reason. They don't have a relationship. They don't have a relationship. But for some reason, Kim wants Soldier Boy and Jamal to have a relationship. So. Soldier was like, sure, we can talk. And then out of nowhere, it goes from that to, okay, we're having sex tonight. Like, that literally came out of nowhere. And Kim is like, wait, what? No, no. 
she's in this disbelief. But all of a sudden, you can see her face brightens up, and she looks like Grinch. She checked the calendar. She's like, "Is it April? It's not April first, is it? Really? You want to bang me? You want to give me the yammy yam today? It's, it's the Christmas day for I was gonna say baby girl Lisa for baby girl Kim. Now what's the difference? Yeah, at this point, right? But she looks like Grinch when he got happy. The Dr. Seuss story on TV, yeah. when Grinch gets happy. You really want to talk face, about children's stories today, don't you? It just keeps coming. Keeps coming. But like her whole world just got on fire. Mm-hmm. On a good fire. Well, apparently Soldier Boy is like, I don't want the relationship to end. I'll take the next step. Hard sex. The African way. Mashed potatoes. All night long. All night long. All night. All night Yeah, Soldier long. Boy's like, Kimberly, take some calcium, hydrate. I'm about to break those bones. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to do it sober because he was like so into not doing it. Oh, yeah. So I feel like for someone to change their mind so rapidly, and this is how I see sex, right? Sex happens. Mm. You don't plan for sex. Okay. You do it when you feel like doing it. Some people plan not, for it. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey, John, so tomorrow around 9 a.m., I'm going to bang you, so just be ready. Some people plan for it. Really? Oh, yeah. Who plans for sex? I guess that's true. Maybe you don't plan it with your partner, but you plan it on your own, like you freshen up. Well, you, yeah, you brush your teeth and stuff. You light the candles. You put on your favorite John Mayer playlist. Some people prepare. Okay, so now I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm saying some people do prepare. They don't necessarily talk about it with their partner and create a plan of attack, although I'm sure a lot of people do. I guess. All right, well, you don't talk about the first sex. It just happens. Mm. It has to happen. You don't plan your first sex. Again, Guys, you're... if you think you have to plan your first sex, message us because I think you just do it. Guys, like, call in. Let us know. We want to hear some first-time stories. Call in. Call in. We want to hear some stories. Let's, <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. Let's see. You know, we're not planners. We're more spur of the moment. Mm. But everyone's different. But you never played John Mayer for me, so I have a lot of questions. That's true. Okay, let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime, but before they bang, they're going to FaceTime Jamal. They really, they want to set the mood. And what sets the mood more than talking to your son before you bang? I literally put that down in my notes. What did you put down? That calling my son before I have sex. Ha <laughs> 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 Mommy's getting laid, Jamal. Yeah. And Soldier Boy's like, let me see my son. Show me my son. Let's, let's see this boy. Like, is Jamal younger than Soldier Boy? That's a good Maybe question. a little bit. I don't know. Jamal's better looking. Oh, for sure. Soldier Boy. I think Jamal's maybe in his mid 20s, early 20s. I think okay. Soldier Boy is like, what he, he's like late 20s, early 30s. Soldier Boy. I think he's like 31, 32. 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, conversation was a little awkward. It had the potential to be even more awkward, but Jamal was pretty cool. He was pretty, kept it low key. Very cool. Like, I, if my mom and my parents are happy, but as an example, if my mom called me with her, 25-year-old lover, I would literally not have that conversation. Absolutely not. I would be like, WTF mom. Sent the voicemail. Uh-huh. Like this, it's like the meeting that should have been an email should, or yeah. not even that. <laughs> so, yeah, they they talk, Soldier Boy tells Jamal, like, sometimes it's not all about beauty. It's about living in peace. Like, <sighs> uh, what? Like, it's awkward enough. You don't need to tell 
Jamal that his mom is unattractive. But all norms are out the window with this conversation, this relationship. So who who knows anymore? Who knows anymore? <laughs> okay, let's let's cut to an hour later when it's time for the yammy yam. Mm, the yammy yam. Okay, Soldier was like, this is the first time Kimberly is going to have sex in an African way. So I need to take it easy. I want her to be able to walk normally afterward. Oh, such a boy. Mm-hmm. I'm really afraid that she's going to break a hip. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous for her. I mean, what's the African way? I don't know. Um, I, I can't imagine. Really, I have no idea what he could possibly mean. I don't know, but I saw his outfit. Is that what it is? Is it? Dress up? Is that is that the way? Because he puts well, his sex glasses on. He puts his soldier boy necklace on. He puts his bathrobe on. I'm glad that Kim actually asked him to take the soldier boy necklace off because imagine getting hit by that. Ooh. And, right. That. Whoo. I mean, chip a tooth. Mm-hmm. My chip mm-hmm. a tooth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he enters the room, rips his robe off for dramatic effect, jumps in bed, and goes. I now pronounce us boyfriend and girlfriend. Queen Kimberly. Queen Kimberly has been anointed. And it is time to get it on. They're going inside the sheets like when I was a child. Uh, why do you, what is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Not everything has to go back to childhood, especially when we're talking about having sex. Okay. I just meant like I used to build castles with sheets. You're really making me question a lot of things today. Like what? Like why everything has to turn to your childhood when we're talking about hard African sex. Please. You ever have sex and feel it here? Oh, God. Oh, you did not. That's what Soldier Boy did. Don't put this on me. Oh, he did? Yes. He said, you ever have sex and feel it here? And he pointed to his throat. And then he goes, tonight you will. That's the African way. So I guess that's the African that's way the, to answer your you question. You answered your own question. I answered my own. Soldier Boy answered my question. Thank you. Soldier. Ew. Yeah. Well, whatever way it is, Kim is very happy. She's acting like a virgin almost now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is so crazy. Like, I oh mean, didn't she say it's been a while? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well she's going to get it and we're going to see the results next time. Hopefully, Kim will be able to walk. I'd say I can't wait, but I actually can. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't need to know the aftermath. Of yeah, this. me neither, but we'll learn. I will die laughing if next episode opens up with Kimberly <laughs> rolling out in a wheelchair. <laughs> Damn African way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's move on to our next couple. Memphis. And Hamza. Memphis and Hamza. Take two, because <laughs> we recorded this in 1996, and now it's time to record it again. I forget what I said, but I think that's for the better. Let's do it. I've had time to think. We've watched it twice now, so let's talk about it. It's a week till the wedding. Hamza and mom, they're shopping for the wedding outfit, that traditional wedding outfit, the Jebba. Because I had two <laughs> weeks. I didn't know what to do with my time. So I researched what you call this outfit. It is, in part of my pronunciation, a jebba. I love your curiosity. 
Well, I mean, I, what else was I going to do with my week off? Very true. I learned a new word. Let me ask you this. Ask me. Which outfit did you like better on Hamza? The white one or okay. the dark blue one? Ooh, the white or the blue Jebba. Um, <laughs> for me or on Hamza? What you saw. What I saw, I, I prefer the blue. Okay. Okay. You? I like the white one better. And I'm Ooh. pretty sure you and I discussed this last time and we have the same answers. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. I'm glad I'm consistent. Then. <laughs> That's yeah. why I asked. Oh. That's why I asked. <laughs> I don't it remember a, it at all. It was a test. Oh. It was a test. I'm consistent. And you passed. I don't remember at all what we talked about last time with this couple. So, okay. I like the blue Jebba. I like the white. I, all right. I feel own. like in general, I always go for the darker colors. However, I like the white one better on Hamza. White is very wedding-esque. So I think that's nice. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. It's but, for a wedding. But the blue, uh, just for me, the blue caught my eye. And that's okay. You know, all right. I, have, I mean, we, we can disagree. Hayat, Hayat thought the same. Oh, really? Yeah, Hayat mm. loved the blue one. So. Uh, she's got style. That, that woman has style. Or so. does she? Oh, she does. Especially <laughs> if she, if she liked the blue. So, mm-hmm. okay. Speaking of Hayat, they're talking about the wedding. Mother High can sense something is awry. She can sense something is up. She can sense in her boy that maybe he's not too hot on this idea of marriage. Yes, she sure can. And I mean, we all can through the screen, even if they didn't say anything. Yeah. We, all can, we all can sense that this whole relationship is... Yeah, something, something stinks and it's... Something fishy, some, uh, something's a little it's, off. It's not, we can all smell it through the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. Something smells, mm-hmm. something smells a little... Yeah, well, <laughs> Hamza's like, okay, uh, all right, very, um, very, very good. Mom, you can, you can sense that something is bothering me and it's not just one thing, it's two, okay? For one... Memphis is making a lot of problems out of nothing. There shouldn't be an issue, but Memphis is finding issues. Another test for you. Okay. What's the check saying for this? Making a... Oh, I know. I know one of the animals. I'm trying to think of the other. Very Tunisian. Making a camel out of a mosquito? Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. Okay. Passed. Okay. So nice. (laughs) Two for two. So, Yeah. She's making a big deal out of nothing. She's making a camel out of a mosquito. But that's not really the big thing. The big thing, Mom, is that she's asked me to sign a prenup. Before we get married, she wants a prenup. And if that's the case, if we divorce, I don't get anything. Which I feel bad for Hamza because he and Haya, they clearly do not know what a prenup is. And let's all think back at the previous episode, Memphis did not do a good job explaining it to Hamza. So I feel for him. Like I am pro prenups when it's needed. Like let's say this relationship, she has kids, they don't know each other. I get it, right? Uh, well, I'm pro not getting married in this situation, well, but sure. Yes. But I feel bad for him because she didn't explain it to him. Well, let me raise my hand and... And address the class. You because want to shine some light on this? Maybe. So in my time off, I not only learned about Jebba, okay? I researched, are prenups a thing in Tunisia? 
And I found one website that said, yes, not only is it a thing, it is a mandatory thing. And it wasn't called a prenup. It was some marriage act or pre-marriage act where you divvy up your assets and you divide and you say this goes here and that goes there. And it's mandatory before you get married. Now, I tried to find another source to back this up. I couldn't find one that exactly supports this, but I did find on the Tunisian government website that there is a thing called a prenup. Now, it's not exactly what we think of as a prenup. Hmm, interesting. But it is a law or an act that requires both parties sign a contract, be inspected by a doctor or some other professional, and they certify you're not an alcoholic. They certify you don't have disease. I think in particular tuberculosis. And guys, I didn't write this down. I really should have. But there is a thing called a prenup. So when when Hamza and Hyde are talking, oh, it's a prenup, this and that, they, they know of a version of a prenup. Well, what you just described... I think it's not the American prenup. I think it's a different kind of prenup because you didn't mention anything about money. The first, no, the first thing I read was, and it was a mandatory thing, you having to decide who gets what. And then the second version was like, you need to prove you're not an alcoholic. So neither of us would be getting married. But that's neither here nor there. (laughs) The word prenup exists in the culture is my point. And so I think there might be a little bit of a lie here, a little bit of a stretching the truth so that we get this story of, wait, what's a prenup? What? How dare you? To be very honest, I think prenup is well known in the United States. Yeah. Right? But there is a prenup in Czech. I don't think many people know about it. I don't think many people do it. Got it. Right? Sure. So I think it might be the same thing in Tunisia and in many other European countries Unless you come from a very rich family or you have a lot of assets. I don't want you to I don't want you to speculate like that because I'm telling you the first thing I read mm. was like, no, every couple must decide this before they get married well, in Tunisia. Well, this is what I'm gonna say, right? I think it's called something else. And I think it when it comes to the prenup that Memphis was trying to explain to Hamza, she did a poor job of explaining course. this. So now Hamza has this idea of this paper basically prohibiting him from getting anything if they divorce. And that's also not true. Like you have to craft the prenup. Sure. It could be in all his favor. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Memphis just really did a poor job and Hamza isn't understanding. Yeah. She did a poopy job explaining. (laughs) Oh yeah. So here's the thing. Long story short, Hyatt just feels like if you guys are going to get married, you guys got to trust each other. And this whole talk of divorce before you get married, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be happening. And oh, this yeah. is a woman who's been divorced, who knows the struggles and the difficulties of getting divorced. And so she's like, I don't know about this. I think you should pump the brakes. I don't know if marriage is a good idea if you guys are having these thoughts and these conversations. And let's not forget that they just met and they're <laughs> planning to get married a week after they met. No, two weeks, and the third week is ma- the okay. honeymoon. Okay, Come two on. Weeks. That's a lifetime for two some people. Weeks. Yeah. So, okay, cut to Memphis. She's back at the apartment. She's FaceTiming her sister, Ingrid, who is getting filled in on what's going on, and here's what's going on. 
Memphis cannot stop shitting. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy she, we can finally do these sounds. Why couldn't we do them before? I sometimes do them and you're always like, Oh. You give me a look. On the podcast yeah. or in real life? In real life. Yeah, I'm both. But I do it for fun. But finally, there is a legitimate, <laughs> legit, legitimate reason to do this. Yeah. she Memphis <laughs> accidentally drank the water and she said she was shitting herself all day and night. And apparently she's been hanging around Hamza too long, even though it's only been a week or two, because she loves talking about her poopies. And Ingrid's like, okay, honestly, Memphis, I don't need to hear about this. I don't need to hear about your diarrhea. And Memphis is like, no, you don't want to hear about my poopy? Memphis, no, Hamza loves hearing about my poopy. Well, I think Hamza doesn't understand half of the things she says. He might smell it. He might smell it. Right. But. And big boobies and big poopies sound kind of similar, probably. I mean, if Hamza ever makes it to America, good luck to him. But Memphis could be like. He can maybe teach at a preschool. Memphis could be like. Because that's going to be the level of English language he'll know. Oh. I just, oh, big poopy. And Hamza's like, oh, yeah, big boobies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't she, like, had a bad diarrhea at the restaurant? And yeah, then- he was coaching her. Yeah. But I'm saying they could end up in some messy, messy predicaments if the translator goes awry when when Memphis is like, oh, I got a, I got a big poopy. And Hamza's like, yeah, put your big boobies right on me. And then she ends up uh, relieving herself on him. Whatever and you say. That's okay. <laughs> Some people are into it, okay? Some people are into it. Ew, ew. We'll talk, ew. About, it. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, Memphis starts telling Ingrid about Hamza's a little, hmm, he's not the most buttoned up. He, his planning isn't great. Talks about the whole debacle with Yousef misplacing his car insurance and how that worries her, right? Ugh. And Ingrid's like, well, he's 28, okay? He hasn't crossed the threshold into maturity yet. Which I have to say, I would think that guys at the age of 28 are mature enough. Ingrid, what are you talking? If you said, oh, he's 18, maybe. Okay, 18's the cutoff where you can go, he's not mature yet. Once you're 19, you can act immature, but you could also be mature. Yeah, for sure. And I think... What Ingrid maybe is going for is that a lot of guys these days living in the city is being single, ready to mingle, don't want to settle down, which is fine. But I wouldn't call it immaturity. I would just call it like they don't want to settle down. They want to live their lives and bang random chicks every night. And that's fine for them. But I don't think it's immature. I think that's their choice of lifestyle. Right. And Memphis corrects Ingrid and says, well, yeah, it's, uh, it's not that he's immature at 28. He's actually immature at 26. So young. He lied about his age. Yeah. And on top of that, he doesn't have a job. So he's got no money of his own. And I'm thinking about a prenup and Ingrid's like, Okay, seems like you got a lot going on here, a lot you're thinking about. Have you thought about being open and honest with Hamza with your your shit? Like, you know, you, you sure you're not hiding anything? 
Mm. Hamza may have lied a little bit about his age. You sure you're not lying about anything? Uh, she sure is, but she doesn't see it as a big deal. <sighs> yeah. And I have to say, it probably isn't a big deal because she slept for a few nights at her ex-husband's apartment or okay. house, right? When she was dating Hamza for like a month. Okay. They share a kid. Okay. For those reasons, and if she says it was innocent, they used to be best friends, right? I can see that. If she was going through some stuff, all I'm going to say is that she should have told Hamza when it happened. And that's why I think maybe it is a little bit of a bigger deal than you think it is. Mm. For one, she lied about it. She should have just come out and said, no, I spent a few nights at my ex's. That's the way we roll. Well, That's how we co-parent. That's how I get down. She didn't lie about it. She didn't tell him at all. Okay, but I, I thought she might have said she went over there for one night or something. I well, thought he it, probably didn't understand. Right. I thought <laughs> I thought the story was evolving. I thought at first we heard it was one night. Now we hear it's multiple nights. Yeah, I thought she the, said it. I thought she the story it. was evolving. Yeah. And my other issue is, okay, let's say there wasn't any physical contact. There is a thing called emotional cheating. Sure. Okay. And you can co-parent and that's perfectly fine, but you can also emotionally cheat. Mm -hmm. So if she was over there multiple nights, even though they didn't get sexual or physical, she could still have feelings for him. Sure. She still could have those lovey-dovey feelings, even though it is, sure, the father of your child. And there's going to be some emotion there and some connection there. It could still cross a line. Let's just say that, and this is my opinion, and you might not feel this way. And you guys might not feel this way. But when I look at Memphis and Hamza, I don't see any love. No, it's so hard to see. I don't see any love because all I see is her correcting him, her baby talking him, her... Always being unhappy with whatever he does or says. And that's not love. Well, you can correct someone you love. You can be unhappy with things they choose to do. Not all the time. Not all the time. But what I see more than a lack of love, and I'm with you, I don't see love. I see two strangers. Mm -hmm. That's all I see is two strangers who may be sexually attracted to each other, but that's where it ends. That's a good point, too. Yeah, I I don't see them in any kind of relationship. No, no, absolutely not. And again, I it comes down, for me at least, it comes down to love. I don't see love. But also, as we say time and time again, I don't buy it when someone says they love someone after two weeks. Oh, absolutely not. So they've only known each other in person a couple of weeks. There's no love there. And I don't expect there to be love there after that amount of time. But all I see are two strangers mm -hmm. who maybe want to bang. And that's it. Who did bang? Who did bang? And that's it. Very quickly. <laughs> so cut to later that day. Hamza is just jogging laps on his roof. <laughs> He's like working out on his roof, which I kind of like it. Uh I kind of like it. He looks I like, like it. he looks like he saw a cockroach and he's trying to get away from it. That's hardly working out. I mean, if I could run on a roof, I would. That's not a workout. He's literally running in a four by. I mean, he was finishing up. He was maybe finishing he up. Maybe he did burpees. Well, 
I hate burpees. Show us that then. Yeah. Memphis is like, are you tired? Are you tired? Honestly, he's like, no, I literally ran in a four foot by four foot square. Like a hamster. Yeah, for like 10 <laughs> seconds. And so she's there and she's like, get the translator. We need to talk. And Memphis goes, something happened during the summer. And before she can go any further, Hamza just grabs the translator <laughs> out of her hand. Is like, you know what? My turn. I think you and I rushed into getting married. I loved it. He grew a pair, and this is the second time I said it on this podcast. It's not the last time. Oh, boy. Probably. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad he said it because it's true. And I think Hayat almost, like, confirmed his worries. Like, he was mm-hmm. worried about this, but he wasn't sure. And then he talked to his mom, and she was like, yeah, like, yeah, if she doesn't trust you, what are you doing? And it got to him. Yeah. And I'm so happy he said it because if he didn't and they just got married, I would not buy that whole thing. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And the segment just ends with Memphis like, wait, what? No, wait, you don't think we should get married on this trip? Understand. Understand. I think he said understand. <laughs> he did. He, he, he pulled the Borean. The Borean <laughs> uh, vibes. Yeah. This, come on. Let's be honest, folks. This thing is not ending in marriage. Oh, for sure not. No, definitely not. For so many reasons. For, for so for many some. reasons. Okay. Should we move on to our next couple? Gino. I switched it up. Uh, you sure did. Gino and Jasmine. <laughs> okay. Um, ask the segment, and I'm not talking about Gino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Jasmine just showing her whole ass this whole segment. Yeah, no shame. I mean, there's great no ass. shame. It's great ass. The wiggly. Well, what do you mean? Oh. I can say it because you haven't watched Darcy and Stacey yet. So moving on. Oh. Moving on. Oh, I was going to make a reference, but I can't, guys, because <sighs> John is slightly behind me. Sorry. Life gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get it <laughs> once gonna, you watch. I'm going to watch it later. You'll get then, it. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you guys remember from 1947, Jasmine just stormed out of the hotel room after getting into that huge fight with Gino and... She goes straight to the bar and gets herself a nice bottle of wine. And I'm glad you said bottle because normally people ask for a glass and that's what she did. But the bartender is like, should I leave it? She's like, leave it. Yeah. Bartender's <laughs> like, should I put the bottle away? Or and Jasmine just gives the bartender this death stare like, don't fuck with me right now. Leave the bottle. It's like the classic, I'm pissed at the bottle. I want to get wasted look. Leave the bottle. Walk away. Yeah. And... She's freaking out. She's like, I knew it was too good to be true. I knew this whole thing, this relationship was too good. Why would he be 51 and by himself? 52. Why would he be 52 and by himself? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, look at him. You know, no shape. Like, it's not too good to be true. Look at his house. Look at his decor. Listen look to at his, his laugh. Employment status. <laughs> look at his employment status. Like, what do you mean too good to be true? This is... This is about right. What's mind-boggling to me is that Jasmine thinks, for whatever reason, that Gino is still hang hang up on his ex. Like, I think Jasmine is the best Gino can possibly do. Like, she is so out of his league that I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, she's nuts, though. Oh, no, she's totally nuts. But let's say if we're being... Looking at looks and stuff, superficial. right? Superficial. Superficial, right? She's way out of his league. Yeah. Way out of his league. So the fact that she's worrying about his ex 
that he's still into her. While, and I believe that, that Gino just wanted to flex. I know, but the only reason you would flex is because you are still into your ex. You're not going to send someone you're over a picture of your current girlfriend and be like, aren't you jealous? That's a good point. He's I totally, almost, he's I totally into like his ex. Maybe she said something, like something triggered him to do it. Like, otherwise, That's fair. If he just went ahead and sent a photo that's ducked up. That's so ducked up that Jasmine should just leave his ass. No, it is. Well, it's fucked up no matter why he oh, sent yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But let's say if his ex was like, oh, I see you're in, you know, you are in... Panama. Panama. Thank you. So many foreigners. It's called 90 Day Fiance. You're in Panama and like with this new girl. And if Gino wanted to be an asshole and wanted to flex a little, I can see him doing that because Jasmine is way out of his league. 100%. So I can see him wanting to flex if someone was making comments. But if he just went ahead and did it for whatever reasons, if he was the conversation starter. I think he was. Then... That's wrong. I think you, I mean, it's wrong either way to send a nude. Oh, 100%. I think if it was his ex starting it and talking shit, I think he would say that. I think he'd be like, oh, my ex was saying you're ugly. And so I wanted to prove that you're not. So I sent pictures of you. Like, I think he would use that defense. You know what? I'm going to take back everything I said. Take it back. I'm taking it back because if he wanted to flex, he can just send a foot over her face. Exactly. Or a bikini shot, which yeah. is fine because we saw it on screen all episode. Yeah, like on the beach or something. Or send a photo of the two of them. Like, if he sent a photo of the two of them, I right. would still think it's wrong because, like, as you said... Just stop talking to your ex. Yeah, you are probably still hung up on your ex, but... Yeah, you know what? Like, I didn't really think this through. Think I'm it like through. Cha- I'm like literally changing my mind as I'm talking to you. You had two weeks to think it through. What did you do? What did you do with your life? I don't know, but like, I'm like, I watched it yesterday, and I was like, Whoa. we watched this 19 times. I know. 19 times and counting. It's a oh new my TLC gosh. show. I like literally went three 180. You went 360 because I think no. you were against it when we talked about this originally. Because guys, we've talked about this before, and then we had to cut it out from the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I'm, okay, I'm just going to make a new statement, guys. Forget everything I just said. Whatever Gino did was just ducked up. You can it say, was wrong. You can say fucked up. You don't, need to, you don't need to keep with the autocorrect. I like saying ducked you, up. You don't need to keep with it. Like it was, it was cute up. the first time. Now it's just, not, just, it's not commit, just commit to it. No, I'm committing to it. But, it, but it's watering it down. It's not showing your true it's feelings. Fucked it's, it's, fucked fucked up. Up. it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. So fucked up. Okay. <laughs> so doesn't it feel better to get it out? It does. Okay. So yeah. cut, cut back to Jasmine. She's moved on from wine to frozen cocktails now. And being this pissed and having a frozen cocktail with a tiki umbrella in it, it's a wild juxtaposition. It's, it's, it's the couples who fight while they're in their Halloween costumes. Also, it's getting dark. She's still on the beach wearing the same bathing suit. Isn't she cold? No, she's wasted. That's She's, true. But I just love anyone who's that furious while they're sipping a daiquiri. <laughs> the, the juxtaposition is chef's kiss. Listen, if you are in an all-inclusive hotel, yeah. I'm going to sip on some crazy drinks Absolutely. while I'm in any mood. Absolutely. Any but like, mood. Put the bottle of whiskey down, and that's like, I'm pissed. I'm angry. But you have... 
tiki umbrellas in your drinks and you're screaming at the top of your lungs? Hilarious. Mm. So she drunk dials her friend Linda to fill her in on what's happening. <laughs> and Linda, like me, who I've now gotten you onto my side, thinks he just wants to make his ex jealous because he's still in love with her. Which I don't get how you couldn't no, see No, I don't think he's in love with her. Oh, I just he's think, in love with her. No, I don't think he's in love with his ex. I think they maybe didn't have, didn't have a clean break or maybe something happened and he's trying to get back at her or... Well, you're right. I don't think Gino loves anyone. I think maybe he loves himself. I don't think he loves his ex. I don't think he loves Jasmine. I, don't I think, think he, he really... does love Jasmine. Otherwise, why is he still there? He's infatuated with her. He thinks she's sexy and hot and hot babe. I think he always a hot babe. I don't think he loves anything. He loves maybe Salisbury steak and Texas toast, but. <laughs> He's just watching his 401k disappearing. <laughs> yeah. And so she's talking to Linda. She's getting fired up and she stands up and marches back to the room, walks in and goes, you sent nudes to your ex of me. And let me just say this before we move on. I know we've talked about her attire and everything, but it is a little ironic that she's going off about him sharing her nudes as I stare at her entire ass. Like, I am basically seeing her but naked. But that's not nudes. That's pretty nude. Like, um... It's all I needed. I used to have G-string bathing suits. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why, why don't you dust that thing off for me? Because my butt got bigger. Oh. We talked about your granny panties at the top of the show. Why don't you well, dust, that's just comfy. Why don't you just dust that off for me? <laughs> anyway, so, okay. She's like, you send nudes to your ex of me. And Gino's like, say what now? And Jasmine's like, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> and Gino's like, what nudes? Those weren't nudes. Those were your breasts. Your breasts were showing. That's correct, but they're not nudes. Dude, those are nudes. Yeah, it's, it's when you show something that is not allowed on TV before 10 p.m., it's nudes. Okay, well... Oh, or an HBO. It sounds like a guy who spent a lot of time at the strip club because there is a clear delineation between a nude strip club and a topless bar. I think we had this conversation last time, not to bring back the fact oh, yeah. that this is the second time. Oh, yeah, this is my this. this is my big defense. But and guys, the whole reason it's not like we re-recorded because we were like, oh, we need to re-record. We just cut it out of the last podcast because TLC messed up with their editing. Ducked up. And then we just deleted the whole entire thing. Yes. So, yes. So this is my same thought. Yeah. There are nude bars where you can drink. No, where you can't drink, but you can see everything. And then there's topless bars where you can drink, but you just see boobs. And also, there are states that allow you to walk around topless. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, the five state. There's like five time. states. Yeah. <laughs> five states that allow you to walk around topless. Not Michigan, Gino. <laughs> not Michigan. Because that would be sad. So cold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, for him to say those are not nudes. Oh, it's completely wrong. No, it's completely wrong. Oh, it's completely, completely wrong. wrong. But I'm just saying, I honestly think in a sick, twisted way, that's almost his rationale. It's like... Well, no, that's top. That's not nude. That's topless. No, his ass is on fire. He's trying to put yeah, water no, he's an, on he's it. He's an idiot. He's completely wrong. Yeah. I, I just like to get into his bald head sometimes. Well, speaking speaking of, of his bald head. Speaking hey, of the bald head. Okay, here we go. He's like, there's not nudes. It's your breasts. And 
Here we go. Jasmine lunges at Gino and goes, so take off your goddamn hat. And she rips off his hat and goes, those are nudes. <laughs> I think that was my favorite part of this whole, whole freaking show. <laughs> those are nudes. I she like throw it out and Gino and I like died laughing. Very nonchalantly is talking to her. <laughs> while yeah, doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't miss a beat. While he grabs his backpack, opens it up, take out another hat and mm-hmm. put it on. Yeah, his backup like, hat. Like he doesn't stop. Like that doesn't throw him off. He's very calm, very he cool. He has a backup he's been, hat. He's been planning for this. He's run drills. He's been through these scenarios time and time again. It's like a fire drill for him. It's like if someone takes my hat off, I just stand <laughs> up, I go into my backpack, I place another hat on It top. was out of control. And I made this joke last time that the front of Gino is like the front of the Christmas mm. tree and the back of Gino's hat with those leftover hair mm-hmm. looks like the back of the Christmas tree and I saw some people meme this <laughs> already. So I'm not going to meme it, but I'm going to claim the credit because... No, it's in the podcast. That, was, in the po- from, that yeah. was on the top of the podcast. We never cut it out. You're right. We didn't cut it out, but I'm going to bring it back because I have to say one thing, right? I am not into bald men. However, if you go bald... I think I think I would love it. Embrace it. I would embrace. You should embrace it. I would embrace it on you if that makes Thank any you. sense. Thank you. But Gino looks way better, bald and without that stupid hat, than with the hat. He looks like a, he looks like an old man who's trying to look younger with the yeah. hat. If he polished his hat, put some Vaseline on it, and oh shaved boy. the back, make it a little shiny. And let Jasmine to buy her outfits, dude. You're gonna look much better. Okay. Well, that's some fashion advice from Teresa. Outfits a segment. Moving on. Um, they they continue going at each other. She threatens to publish his tiny dick. His tiny dick pics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Gina's like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm not looking small. Um, but Jasmine's like, Well, there's nothing to brag about. My pictures are hot, yours are depressing. Boom. I mean, burn. I was going to say. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that? You were raising your hand. I thought you wanted to say something. No, I wasn't. Other than make sound effects. No, I was making sound effects. Okay. <laughs> I said boom, but I was going to say burn. Okay. So I was trying to save my ass. Okay. Burn. Should I keep going? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jasmine literally swipes at Gino. Tries to hit him, and producers jump in and have to save him. And I'm glad I watched this now like four times because the first three times I didn't catch it. A producer literally yells out, don't, as she's going for Gina. I know. I heard it. Oh, I missed it. I missed it the first 47 it. times we watched it. So this final time, yeah. She's, he's like, don't. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was all real. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. Was all legit. She was... Literally going to beat his ass. Like she was losing her shit. Yeah. She gets escorted out of the room, just calling him a liar the entire time and saying she hates him. Like She looks drunk. She has Oh, yeah. She butt-chugged a bottle of wine. Yeah, she has raccoon eyes. Oh. It was a mess. It was a mess. Next morning. I was just going to add one more thing. I have to give it to her for not... Showing her boobs. 
because that bathing suit was tiny compared to her boobs. Mm. So I was literally waiting for a moment when she was doing all this crazy shit. Her boobs just come out. I was waiting for that too. And they didn't. Good for that bathing suit. Not at all. So, and I literally was thinking that this whole time, like, her boobs are too big for this bathing suit. I'm glad you were waiting for that. Not that I wanted to see it, but I wanted to see this candle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Next morning, Gino is alone on his balcony. He's sulking. He thinks he blew with Jasmine. Understandably, right? Jasmine's doing the same. She's sitting alone. She said she cried all night. She's never been this mad in her life. And she wants to leave, but she needs to go to Gino's because she can't find her purse. Mm. So she gets up. She goes to Gino's. She gets her purse. But before she can leave, Gino's like, sit down. I want to talk. I need to apologize. Okay. And he says, I know it was stupid. I know it caused a lot of pain, but I love you. I want to work this out. So Jasmine's like, let's go for a walk. Let's take a walk. Okay. And. They go for a walk. Gino apologizes again. But Jasmine says, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I don't know you. I feel like I don't know you anymore. And Gino says, I promise I won't happen again. I won't talk to my ex anymore. I just want another chance. And problem solved. That's all it took. They hugged it out. And I have to say, if this... That all this is all he had to do to fix that ginormous fight. Huge fight. Huge fight. That that fight when she launched at him, she grabbed his head. I mean, hello. All took a little. All it took was, I'm sorry, baby. I won't talk to my ex. That's it. That's it. A little fresh air, a little sea breeze. What more do you need? I guess she sobered up too, but I was expecting this to be a long-lasting fight. At the end of the story, I just want what most people want, to be loved. And I love love you. We love love. And I love you. Yeah. We love love. She's crying. Gino hugs her. All's forgiven. He was hugging her like, like she was his grandma. Well, Did you see? It was so, it was the most awkward hug ever. Oh, really? Like when you hug someone that you love, you just hug them with your whole body. Like we hug all the time. Mm-hmm. But Gina was like holding her. Like She's she probably was, scared. Yeah. Like she was about to fall apart, which that's how I would hug a grandma. Like someone who's like old and precious and you don't want to like squeeze too much. You probably don't want to get too close. You're probably scared. She might knock his hat off again. He can't go through that. That whole thing was just awkward, but hey. They're back. They're back on track. They're back. Yeah. All right. Before we move on, let's take a quick break, collect ourselves, and we'll be right back. And we're back with, woo, this is going to get good. <sighs> Mike and Jimena. Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. He's back in New York. He's been home for a couple months. Two months. His dresser looks like the clearance aisle of a Walgreens. His room looks like he just entered high school. It's expired sunscreen. It's 
off-brand cologne, some random vitamins, a copper <laughs> bracelet to help with your wrist pain. There's a bunch, a whole bunch of things. But according to him, he's been focusing on being more organized. I mean, that's good. It is, it is good, but it's like, poor Mike. He's trying so hard. He's like, I got mm-hmm. home. Really, I cleaned my room. Like, he thinks that's going to help his chances of love. I cleaned my room. I I separated my whites and my darks, sending a men of pictures. <laughs> well, speaking of Jimena, she's being a little weird. She's been a little standoffish. Mm-hmm. She's been a little standoffish. And that's not good because Mike's been talking to an immigration attorney, working on wedding plans because they're supposed to get married next month. Yes. But before they do, Mike can work remotely. So he decided to just go to Columbia for a few days. Just well, up and go. Check up on her. Check, yeah. Check to see what's going on. He tells he tells father. Larry. And grandfather. Jimena. Hymen. Hymena. Hymena. Oh, that's so true. Hymena. Hymena, yeah. Hymen. He's like, I'm going to Colombia. I'm actually leaving tomorrow. And Hymen's like, good for you. Good. Good for I mean, Hyman just wants the best for him. <laughs> yeah. Until until Mike's like, yeah, um, it is good. It's all good, except uh, actually it's terrible because Jimena has been acting a little distant and uh, been asking for some money for plastic surgery. You know, she wants to lipo to get skinnier and augmentation to make her breasts bigger. And, you know, she wants me to pay for it, of course. And Hyman's like, you know, back in my day, we liked a little plumper. <laughs> We would never, well, life was, we liked a little plumper back in my day, a little, a little round, a little rotund. Oh, hi, man. Yeah, and Larry, not a fan of this either. It's like, well, I'm not a fan of it at all because I just feel bad for Mikey, but Mikey still pays for her rent, etc. I think half rent. I think he goes half on the rent. Please. I think he goes full rent. Please. <laughs> I think he goes full rent, but I think he tells his dad he goes half. I think. She has a copy of his credit card with some <laughs> limit. Yeah, on the on the laptop that Mike paid for, I'm sure it, the information is saved. So mm-hmm. when she goes to check out, it's all just pre-populated with yeah. his credit card. He's definitely not paying half of her and because she has no job. So who would be paying the other half? Well, she lives with like four people. Someone's got it, right? Um, no, they have Mike. It seems like they right, have Mike. They're all living off Mike. So cut to Mike arriving back in Colombia. Still a little nervous because a man has been acting weird. And to top it all off, she didn't even show up at the airport to pick him up this time. Which is sad. He's like, after 12 hours, we haven't seen each other in two months. Yeah, last time she pretended not to be there. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, surprise, I'm actually here. Well... Last time, if anything, she was pretending. This time, oof, oof. No, no pretending. No pretending at all. So Mike takes a cab to Jimena's house, right? And she opens the door. She's like, hola, mi amor. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. And she literally tells us, last time Mike came, I was in love. But since he left... Kind of, kind of clingy. He's kind of clingy. I don't know if I like that. I kind of need my space. What does clingy mean? Clingy is smothering. You're always, Mm. I can only imagine because how can you be clingy from afar? I can only imagine he's always texting her and calling her, right? 
So she's not loving that. And she's not loving what's about to come because they sit down and Mikey wants to chat a little and he puts his leg up like I'm doing right now and he may not smell something. Smell something like like poop. Which is normal, I think, with Mike. So I don't think she was too caught off guard in the beginning. She's like, yeah, that's Mike. That's No, that was a big dog shit on his shoe. Yeah. And all all I have wanna know is that was he wearing those shoes on the plane? Like, is that an American dog shit or is it a Colombian dog shit? It's gotta be Colombian dog shit. There's no way you can travel that far with no, dog shit it, on your shoe and well, no one. The only reason why I'm going to say it's an American dog shit is because he went from the airport to the cab that dropped him off outside of her house. Yeah. That thing was stuck in his shoe. And it looks fresh. So he was on the plane. No, it looks fresh. I'm pretty sure he was on the plane. Oh. Imagine sitting next to Mike with his dog shit shoe. I guess everyone's wearing masks on the plane. Maybe you don't smell it as... I thought it was a fresh... Regardless, it's... It's no bueno. And I saw Mike posted on Instagram today that it's not good luck. Dog shit on your shoe is not good luck? Yeah, apparently. I mean, I thought it was. People's... Any poop is a, is a good luck. Alanis Morissette wrote a whole song about, isn't it ironic? <laughs> right on your wedding day. She didn't mention poop on the shoe. Oh, she should have. Poop on the shoe. I've never heard that, but to each their own. Poop on your shoe... Or if a bird shits on you. Right. It's all it's, good luck. People just say, oh, something terrible happened to me. Oh, uh, maybe it's good luck. I mean, you got to get the best out of it. I guess. Or you tell yourself that anyway. So, okay, they're sitting there. Mike's got poop on his shoe. He takes it off. He puts it on the side for Harold, Stephen, and Juan David to go play with because I guess he didn't bring any other gifts with him. So he's like, here, go play with my shitty shoe. Meanwhile... I mean, his sister is just sitting there like a third wheel <laughs> the whole time, which I didn't understand because they're having these pretty serious conversations about, oh, I don't know why Mike came so soon. I was thinking he wouldn't come until after I got my plastic surgery, a.k.a. why are you spending money on flights when mm-hmm. I could use that for my new boobies? So sad. I felt so bad for Mikey. He was just sitting there listening to Jimena. Smelling like shit. Yeah, because she can work as a model if she gets uh, the new boobs and the <laughs> lipo because she's going to get more opportunities. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. And was she ever a model? I don't think so. Like just losing 30 pounds doesn't all of a sudden give you the ability to become a model. Like she's, no. a, she's a pretty girl. That's fine. It takes more than just good looks to be a model. That's what I just said. Like... I was reiterating your point. It was a great point. I wanted to reiterate it. (laughs) Yeah. No, you don't just, the hottest girl in the world can't just be a model. You need, you need something special about you. You need, there's a certain confidence. There's a certain uniqueness you need. It takes more than just. It's a certain skill. It is a skill. Just walking on the runway or being in front of the camera. It, it's a skill. It's a, there, there are a million, I'm not going to say a million. Let's not exaggerate too much. There are 25,000 women who are better looking than Cindy Crawford. She's Cindy Crawford for a reason. She's got, she can do something that those other women can't do. It doesn't matter if you get liposuction, if you get boob implants. There's a skill. There's a talent there. 
But also, Cindy Crawford has a look. Like, sure. Some people find her attractive. Some people don't. Right. Right. Well, right? she was the girl next door. She was your all-American girl next door. I, I'm sure you didn't get it in check. She's not your check girl next no, door. No, but She's I know Cindy Crawford. She's beautiful. But yeah. I'm saying some people might not think that. No, I know. But there's something about her. Yeah. That she can do, that she can look at a camera and give this look, walk down a runway that anyone, there's people who can look like her that can't do what she does. 100%. Like, it's a skill. It's yes. a job, too. Yes. So I think being pretty or being skinny is not, not it. Like, you need exactly. more. Right. Either way, Mike's not going to give her the money for the surgery. So she goes to a loan shark. Yeah. So I feel like Mikey digged himself deeper because now... Besides paying for her apartment, now he's going to be paying the loan shark. Yeah. Now, instead of just having a hitman on your tail, <laughs> you're going to have Mike the loan shark coming after you. <laughs> so that's good. That's good, Mike. You probably should have given her the money to save yourself some trouble. Yeah, you should have stayed run. home, gave her the money or or d- dump her. That's probably actually the, yeah, the, the thing you should have. That's a smart move. But hey, we are here to watch you guys. So don't dump her just yet. And if you had any questions... Of whether or not she was the one for you. After you just hopped on that flight, that international flight for hours, you showed up with shit on your shoe. She's like, so how about we hit the club? What if we what if we hit the club right now? You wanna wanna pop some bottles? <gasps> and Mike's like, Well, since I'm the only one working around here, I actually should get some rest because I, I got a job I have to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's but, working remotely from Colombia. But sure, let's party. So they go to the club for however long. Next morning, Mike's up and at him. He's got his dual monitors going. He's got his Wi-Fi connection. He's got his Excel spreadsheets. He's putting in the work. Amena's passed out. Well, first, he comes up to her room. He's like, Amena, 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 wake up. And she's just like... Doing the drunk sleep when you're just like so out of it that you don't care about Still anything at anyone. Still the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally, she does wake up and comes downstairs where he's working. And this is what we find out happened. They went to the club. Mike gave it the old college try. He, he had as many Red Bull and Vodkas as he could stomach. He <laughs> tried to power through. He tried to dance. He tried to do it all. He got tired. He left around midnight, but Jimena stayed out. And not that she stayed out for a little longer. How, how long did she stay she out? She stayed out until 9 a.m. That's not even staying out until sunrise. That's staying out until rush hour for <laughs> work, right? And here's why it's a red flag. Because go party like it's your birthday. You know, go shorty. We all saw 50 Cent. At the halftime show party. We love it. We're here for that. Don't do it when your fiance flew from another country to come see you and spend time with you. Not even that. Don't do it if you have two small kids at home. I mean, do it once in a while. Get a babysitter. Do it once in a while. Yeah, 9 a.m. That's a little late. I mean, don't the kids have school at eight? Well, in Colombia, it's normal to stay until 9 a.m., 10 a.m. After the club closes, you get breakfast. I mean, I used to stay... Up until 5 a.m., that was like me pushing it, getting rohliki on the way home. I That's think I right. told the story. Oh, yeah. But 9 a.m., that's 
that's walk of shame. It's walk of shame. And she should be ashamed because here's a man who came to see you, just to see you. He went out to the club. He gave it his all. He wasn't like, no, we're staying home. He went out to the club. He gave you till midnight. You should have gone home with him. And like, him and I so annoyed with Mike and just, she has this attitude and I just felt bad for him. And poor Mikey, he's just like, well, I trust you. It's uh, all gonna trust you. And she's like, if you trusted me, we wouldn't be saying this. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Bye. I'm going back to bed. Who's taking care of the kids? Right. Right. Where are Juan, David, and Harold Steven? Like, I mean, who? they're probably they're probably on the so bus. So Yimena doesn't work, right? I don't think anyone in her family works really because they all live off of Mike, as far as we know. Yeah. Now Mike's sitting there working. What are the kids? Yeah. The whole thing is troubling. And here's here's the saddest part. Mike sees that Jimena is not receptive to his efforts and him trying. And the money only goes so far. So now he's traded in his yellow polo shirt for a black tank top and a chain. <laughs> he's like, okay, she likes bad boys. She likes bad boys for life. All right. Check out, check out new Mike. Bad Mike. Bad Mike. Check out bad Mike. Look at me. Yeah, the uh, whole thing is so sad. I hope this doesn't go on much longer because she's going to drain Mike dry. And it mm-hmm. seems like not only is Mike supporting Jimena and Juan David say. and Harold Steven and that whole crew, uh, Larry and Hyman. Mm-hmm. Hymena. if you want to, you know, pay for someone, pay for Hymena. Like he's supporting like 59 people. At 59, 60 people. I lost count. But it's a sad story all around. It is. And it's, uh, don't treat Mike like that, Jimena. You're taking advantage of a good guy. For sure. Okay. Let's move on. Ella and Johnny. This is a couple I forgot even existed. I know, right? And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I forgot they existed. But, whoo, they came rushing back with vengeance because Ella's at home looking up flights to Dubai. Did you see a Google search? Yes, I was going to bring this up, and I'm glad you caught it. Guys, have I been doing this all wrong the entire time? <laughs> have I been wasting searches by going to Expedia? Have, have I been wasting time by going to Kayak? I didn't know you just could Google flights to Dubai. No, no, no. That's not what she Googled. She Googled tickets to Dubai. I didn't know you could just Google tickets to Dubai. Tickets to Dubai. No dates, no departing city, just Tickets to Dubai. I also believe that she would click on the first ad that pops. Yeah, sponsored post. Yeah, sponsored post. Something that probably is like non-refundable. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, Ella. That's that's who Ella is. And that's what she's doing. She's trying to find a ticket to Dubai. I felt so bad because she was saying, okay, I'm about to book a ticket to Dubai that I cannot afford. She's got a ticket to Dubai. She's got a ticket to buy. Isn't that a song? She's got a ticket to ride. She don't care. I think it's a. I was just gonna compliment you on your nice rhyme. I think it's a Beatles song. Is it? Yeah, ticket to ride. You don't know that song? I, I like the Beatles. I don't know the song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Beatles song, but who knows? It's not the music podcast we want it to be. But yeah, she's got a ticket to buy. She does. Mm-hmm. She bought it to Dubai. And that's the plan. It's not refundable. How do you buy a ticket to Dubai without talking to the person you're supposed to meet? Don't you want to meet, make plans, book hotels? No. Why do you just book a ticket to Dubai based on the fact that he didn't cancel his ticket to Dubai, but she knows that he has all these concerns? 
because that's the checkmate move she's trying to play. She's like, I got the ticket. You're coming. You're all in or you're all out. It's this power move. It's this forceful maneuver of this is it. I got this non-refundable ticket. Are you in or are you out? I booked a ticket. I don't even have the money for it, but they bumped my credit Mm. up to the YOLO limit. And so I'm just going to buy this ticket and hope you come. Yes. Well, she's going to call Johnny and tell him all Uh, about it. The way she breaks this news to Johnny is so offensive that it shouldn't surprise me at this point with her. (laughs) But she makes a mockery out of culture every chance she can. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, she, you saw it. I don't need to tell you, but I'm going to tell you because that's what we do on this podcast. She puts a fucking blanket over her head as if it's a headscarf. And she goes, look what I have. Look what I have, Johnny. I'm going to need this because I bought a ticket to Dubai. Okay, fun fact. You don't really need it in Dubai unless you're going to the mosque. Thank you. Yeah, you don't need it unless mm-hmm. you subscribe to that religion. Mm-hmm. Or you want to visit the mall. Sure. I don't even know if they let people. I'm sure they have some places you can go and you have to cover yourself. But yeah. But as an American or even as anyone who goes to Dubai, yeah, you don't need to wear a headscarf. But clearly mm-hmm. Ella doesn't know how to Google. <laughs> so she didn't do this research. Made for a great meme. You did come up with a meme mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we posted today. Um, who wore it better? Yeah, who wore it better? Ella or E.T.? Everyone, every everyone, guys, every one of you guys are voting for E.T., which... Not the Ella Terrestrial. Not the Ella Terrestrial, but E.T. said it first. He wanted to go home. Ella should just stay home. Yes. Well, that's what I added to the meme. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you credit. Credit where credit's due. Yes, solid meme, so... Check it out, Married to Reality Pod. Smash that like button. Okay. So Johnny's like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Um, first of all, take that blanket off your head. Second of all, China is being very strict with COVID and quarantine. And so if I go to Dubai, I'm going to have to quarantine like five weeks for a two-week trip. Not just Dubai. The second he leaves China. Yeah. It's such a selfish request mm-hmm. of Ella for a man who has child. Yes, especially with this worldwide pandemic. It's not like something small that she doesn't really know about that's going on in Asia. No, it's something that's going on <laughs> everywhere, affecting everyone. The COVID? The COVID. The COVID? Not on the ranch. Oh, my god. no COVID on the ranch. Yeah. And Ella, being as immature as always, goes... But, like, don't you want to meet me? Like, I want to meet now. I want to smack her face. (laughs) I want to smack you now. Johnny's saying, we just need to wait a little longer. Just a little longer, okay? This pandemic is not going to be forever. We'll figure it out. I love you. Give it time. I can't afford to quarantine for months just to see you for two weeks. I think it's so selfish on her end. Not thinking about the fact that Johnny has a child and is the provider of the child and of his parents. He's the one who makes money. If he leaves, he won't be able to work, right? Yeah. Who's going to make the money? Ella literally says she cannot even afford the ticket to Dubai. Can she take care of Johnny and 
Stony? Stony? Of course and not. And his parents? Of course not. Absolutely not. So she, uh, she should appreciate him being responsible because, dude, that's what you want in men. She's just so thirsty. She It's a lack of self-confidence here, too, I think, where she is running out of rope where she doesn't believe, okay, I, I guess he's not into me. I thought he was. I was so excited. I need him to meet me. I need him to prove that this isn't in my head, that he really does love me. And she throws out this crazy ultimatum. If you don't meet me in Dubai, I'm going to start looking at other options. Yeah, open a relationship, baby. When when she said other options, I thought she meant like turkey. Like, okay, if we're not meeting in Dubai, maybe turkey. No, she meant a throuple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a throuple. She just wants to date other people an open, and then see see what's gonna happen. An open relationship. Yeah, and she gives Johnny this ultimatum, and she goes, "I'll give you a few days to think, but then I need an answer." And then she ends the call. She has the audacity to end the call with, "I love you a lot." Shut up. Do you? No, you don't. If you loved him, you would not threaten. An open relationship. You would not threaten to end this Mm -hmm. if he doesn't do as you say. If you loved him, you would give him time. You would would allow him to support his family and Mm -hmm. do what he needs to do and allow him to be safe during this worldwide pandemic. You don't love him, so shut up. Mm -hmm. I'm fired up. I'm fired (laughs) up. Yeah. And then, sorry, because I'm- Very fired up. She gets off the phone- crying about how she's waited 29 years to meet someone yeah no i don't buy it like she should understand that covid is bad especially in china and johnny is just trying to be smart and hey let's not forget about a child like that's a big fucking deal having a kid and ella should just be like oh my gosh like this guy is really worried about his kid like, I love it. We can wait a few more months. Hopefully things get better. Yes, I want to have someone in my life who is so caretaking of his family and child who thinks about others. Yes, that's what I want. Meanwhile, she just wants to have some sexy time. Right, right. I mean, I say it a lot. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, for sure. Wait a little bit. Wait. And yes, you're 29. And you're ready to throw in the towel on love. But this is why so many people are in bad marriages. It's because they go, I'm 29 years old. I'm 30 years old. I need to get married. It's like, no, wait till you're 39. Wait till you're 49. If it means you're going to marry the right person. Mm -hmm, For sure. Don't rush it. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cut to China. It's the next day. Johnny's meeting up with Wong, his friend Wong who for some reason Johnny trusts and wants his relationship advice. Did you see that Johnny bought like a lemonade and they put it in a plastic bag? No. <laughs> he went and he, at first I was, I thought he was getting an ice cream and he got like two lemonades or like bubble teas, whatever. Mm. And they put it in these small plastic bags. To drink well, out of the bag? No, like no, an no. IV bag? No, 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 no. You go grocery shopping, oh. you put your stuff in a bag. They oh. put those drinks in plastic bags. That doesn't seem safe. And he was like getting those two plastic bags and then Wang just jumped at him like, woo. Oh, that didn't seem, that doesn't seem safe at all. Like no. The, like the cup's going to just spill out yeah. in the bag. Plus environmental people. Interesting. Yeah, it's a little bit mm, of a waste. Too much plastic. Too much plastic. Um, So Johnny meets up with Wong and tells him about Dubai. Wong, not a big fan of this idea. He's like, this is not safe. 
with COVID. Yeah, he's like, wait, like six, seven more months. He's not Wong. <laughs> it took me a second. It's not Wong. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Wong suggests Johnny waits. And Johnny doesn't want to waste Ella's time, but thinks Wong is right. Yeah, of course he's right. Yeah, he's right. We and all know that. Wong's like, okay, I think you should wait, but you got to do you. And Johnny says, okay, well, here's the thing. I think you're right, but I think I'm Mr. Right. I think I'm Mr. Right for Ella. Mm. And so Wong says, then you got to go for her. Okay. Go be crazy. Be crazy in love. Do what you got to do. You got to, you got to go. You got to trust your heart. I'm curious to see if he's going to go, but I'm going to say no. I think. (sighs) I'm going to say no because of Stoney and his parents. Like he knows that it's going to be an issue if he leaves. Don't He's the only one who makes money. Don't think like rational Teresa. What do you mean rational Teresa? That's a compliment. I'm saying Mm -hmm. you're being rational. You're saying if I was Johnny, would I go? Think about people on 90 Day Fiance. All right. I mean, for our own sake, our entertainment sake, he should definitely go. He could have asked seven different people. He could have asked his other friends. He could have asked his parents. He asked Wong <laughs> because he knew Wong would tell him to go. He knew Wong would say, like, if you think you're Mr. Right, if you think you love her, go. He asked mm. Wong because if he asked his parents, they'd be like, what are you, crazy? You're not going anywhere. True. He asked Wong because he, he was going to get the answer he wanted to hear. True. Okay. All right. Last couple. Ugh, and it's a couple. More, one more. Last couple and it's a couple. Ben and Mahogany. Still, she's real. Still, yeah. He's, well, he's still at that restaurant sipping on that water. Okay. He's probably gotten a couple free refills at this point. He's been waiting over an hour. And... Out of nowhere, you start to hear some heels mm-hmm. inching closer. And you're like, who is it? What's this going to be? Is it going to be a little bait and switch? Is it the manager? Is it a security guard about to escort Ben out of the restaurant? What's about to happen? <laughs> but no. You guys watched it. We watched it. It's mahogany. She's real. Well, it's a girl. It's a beautiful looking young girl. Mm-hmm. Her name is Mahogany. Sure is. She looks nothing like the uh, photos. It's reminiscent. No, it's mm. not. I, it, it's not. Let's so be honest. It's a girl with similar colored hair. Okay. Similar colored it's skin tone. It's the same tone. thing if I showed you a photo of a blonde chick with light skin that's like five, six tall. And you, would you say, oh, oh my gosh, that looks like you. Uh, similar characteristics. No, but you can't say that. Like. No, that her filtering was so out of control that it literally didn't look like her. And I wasn't the only one thinking that. Well, I no. mean, Ben picked up on it. Ben, they both comment on each other's looks. Mahogany doesn't think Ben is as muscular mm-hmm. in person. And Ben thinks, yeah, she looks a little different. I can tell those photos yeah. were doctored. Which, again... I don't think she needed the filters. No, she did not. She's a beautiful girl. And that's my point. I'm saying she made herself look like this alien because let's all be honest. We all could tell that those pictures had so many filters on that I knew that this girl doesn't exist, right? 
Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It was so heavily filtered that when she showed up, I was like, wait a minute, that's not you. And why? Because you can post your own photos and get guys. So let me ask you this. Do you think Mahogany is actually a person interested in Ben? Or do you think it could possibly be an actress? Um, I think she can be a real person. I almost feel like she is a young girl that's bored. Okay. I just Talking felt- to guys online is a fun thing to do. I don't think she really expected anyone to come to Colombia. Watching this interaction, I felt something I've never felt before when watching a couple meet a 90 day fiance. Well, before you say, let me just add this. I really liked her personality. Yes. That's one. That's mm-hmm. for one. Very confident. Very confident. Very comfortable. Very, very. very. Great command mm-hmm. of the English language. Well, she was trying, but then she spoke Spanish a lot. A but lot? she did speak some English. W- with not the heaviest of accent. Yeah. It, she was too comfortable on camera for all of the teasing and don't come and I'm not showing up at the airport when she made her grand reveal she was red she was camera ready and it did not look like the photos at all and it didn't look like the photos at all which makes me then go okay was Ben getting catfished and then they just found an actress who kind of resembled the photos like you could do a casting and find an actress in the area oh, sure. who somewhat could resemble mm-hmm. because you put a picture of her next to the picture of the photos. It's it's not necessarily the same person. No, it, I'm telling you, I cannot see it. Right. So it's not that that was a picture of this woman that we saw on Sunday night, heavily filtered. It might have been a completely different mm-hmm. woman. And it's funny that you said it because it did cross my mind. That's all I'm wondering mm-hmm. because I'm not I'm not convinced this is a real love story. And Ben even asks, "Okay, question: Why do you love me? <laughs> Why do you? Why do you love me? It's a John Mayer song. Oh, why, why don't why you? Why you know love? Why me? you know love me? Why you know love me? Okay. Um, and Mahogany's like, good question. Um, you have a good heart, a beautiful soul, and you love God. That's all it takes." Which Ben is happy to hear. Ben's very happy to hear. This is all he needed to hear. And. Well, that's what Ben thinks. Mahogany needs to decide if she wants this relationship to work. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. I thought you were talking babies with this dude. That's what I'm saying. There's this huge discrepancy between what she said in the mm-hmm. chats and what she's saying in person. Yeah, she's like. Well, um, Ben take this relationship way more seriously than me. Yeah, Wait, you what? mean by getting on a plane and flying? <laughs> and then after you were basically uh, ghosting him, telling him not to come. Okay. The whole, the whole thing, it, it really boggles my mind. I want to know so many things. Well, the worst part for me was that they had a little chit chat, right? And then Mahogany had to leave. So Ben walks her outside. She gets in her car. But before she does, they did this awkward hug. Another awkward hug. Another awkward hug. And Ben is like, I love you. You're an amazing person. And she just doesn't say anything. She jumps in her car and she takes off. She peels out. How about you say, hey, Ben, what is your hotel? Maybe I can (laughs) drop you off with your freaking luggage. Yeah. Or 
hey, let's maybe meet for breakfast and talk more. She literally gives him this awkward hug while he's telling her he loves her. And she just looks at him and she takes off. I know. The whole interaction, the whole interaction was so strange. And like I said, she seemed very comfortable meeting him. She seemed very at ease Mm -hmm. at the restaurant. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm nervous. Who is this man? I got to get away as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. The the interaction left me scratching my head. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what happens next. Like she kept apologizing. I'm so sorry I couldn't come. Like, oh, I was like, wow, like I really like her personality. She's so outgoing and she apologizes she chit chats but then i was like yeah but it's a little too, it's a little too confident and yeah. unless it really is her and this is all part of like some sort of a phase when she realized like damn it like he's actually here now tios is bugging me i have to put my brave face on right and go out there and just play nice and you, i'm sure some people can do it maybe this scam was I'm going to talk to this guy. I'm going to get him to send me money and I'm going to mm. end it. And I never expected him to fly mm. and meet me. That's a good point. But he did. He sure did. And now she's like, shit, what do I do? What do I do? I just wanted the cash, but now he's here. Uh, I guess I'll meet him so that hopefully he keeps sending me money. Mm-hmm. Because, that, I mean, what else is happening here? She said one thing on the text. Oh, I love you. I want to have babies. And now in person... She can't even give him a ride to his hotel. Yep. It's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. I, I love it. Boggling. But there's a person that goes by the name Mahogany, and let's see where it goes mm-hmm. from here. Very excited to see. All right. We have reached the end. What an episode. There was ups. There was downs. There was ins. There was outs. I'm talking about that African sex. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if, if Kimberly can walk. Next episode. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as mahogany being green. All right. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Mary's Reality Pod. You can see that beautiful meme that Teresa came up Mm -hmm. with. Thank you. you, Thank you. You can smash that like button if you haven't. Also, we got merch if you want, mugs, t-shirts, all sorts of things. MarriageRealityPodcast.com. There's a button for the store. And thank you guys again for the review, especially, especially our friend Lainey Loaf. What a beautiful review. Say something and say, I love you, my granddaughter. Uh, In check? No. No. Why would I say it in English? Oh, great, great, great granddaughter. Because you remind Lainey Loaf of her great grandmother. You're making this very uncomfortable. I'm, I'm sorry, Lainey. But love, I'm sorry, I, love, <laughs> I love the review, Lainey. It's beautiful. And I love that I remind you of your great-grandmother. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Enough. I assume she was Czech. I'm probably Eastern European. Yes. Okay. I'll take it. All right. I've made Thank it, you. I've made it awkward enough. Let's end this thing. <laughs> Guys, leave a review. I'll try not to make it awkward next time. All right. Thank you. I've definitely said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.